0: Hi, Earth Angel. This lesson is called Angels versus Departed Loved Ones. And this is really important. Our goal here is to get some clarity around where our messages are coming from and who best to call on when you are needing advice or guidance. And this is helpful, obviously, because if you call on the right person, the right entity, the right energy, then you'll get the guidance that you need, the best guidance that you need in that moment. So let's clarify the difference between where angel guidance is helpful and where departed loved ones guidance is helpful. So the angels, we have spoken about them before. They tend to be more higher vibrational energy. They are egoless. And so they come from that place of firm but kind, and they will not let you get away with stuff that you might get away with on earth and that your departed loved ones might've let you get away with. Because they, as I say, they're coming from that place of no ego. So it's always gonna be high vibrational guidance that you get from them. They are tend to be, um, if you're feeling them, they tend to be above the head, And so you might get feelings around the crown, around the third eye. Sensations of like above you is where you'll feel the angels. And for example, if we're talking about guardian angels, you've got the one that's your cheerleader, the one that says go for it, the one that says this is your opportunity, take it, do it, this is awesome, yay, I'm here for you. And you have the other guardian angel that's saying it's time to rest. It's time to nurture yourself. It's time to take a nap, take time out. You can see that their guidance is coming from that place of firm. Listen, listen to this guidance, it's important. The difference between um, guidance coming from an angel and guidance from a departed loved one is that the departed loved ones tend to come from that place of more personal. They knew you on earth, You may or may not have had a good relationship with this this person. And no matter what, they will definitely come from a loving place. They've gone through their life review and they're, you know, able to give you some guidance and it'll be more related and relatable to you. So their signs that you get from the angels and the departed loved ones tend to be different too. So signs from angels tend to be things like feathers and coins and rainbows and things in nature, things that they can sort of um, give you really clear, you know, um, energy feelings that are, as I say, they tend to be above the head type of sensations that you feel. Whereas departed loved ones are much more personal. So they might be a specific um, smell of that person that reminds you of that person, a specific song of that that, that person used to like a specific um, animal might come into your space or you might have um, made a, um, an agreement with that person that when they cross over, that whenever you see a butterfly, that a particular type of butterfly, that that's them giving you a message. So there is, it's way more personal. The, the guidance and the interactions tend to be really personal as well. For example, my grandparents, all four of them have crossed over now, And so, and they each have very specific ways of getting in touch with me and letting them know, letting me know that they are there. So for example, when I was writing my book, um, Finding My Soul at Sea in 2019, my Nana, my dad's mum used to make me sneeze. And then I would smell her talcum powder. She had Chanel number five talcum powder that she used to wear and what would happen was I would sneeze first just randomly out of the blue and then when then I would smell this talcum powder it was like she was going hey I'm here if you need my support in this moment and sometimes she helped me to write certain parts of the book even it was really interesting how um, active she was in my space she even I think had was making my computer beep and do weird things while I was trying to write my book as well it was very odd but very clearly her because every time I sneezed I would go "Ah, there she is that smell of talcum powder so I knew it was Nana. The other Nan my Nandi she um, comes in with and she puts a song in my head a particular song Um, it's It's a silly little song that she used to sing when it was Christmas time. It was the I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas, Christmas Carol. (laughs) And it's silly and it's jokey. But every time that song came on the CD, the Christmas CD, she used to dance around the kitchen and do this little jig. And it used to make us laugh because that was something that was very joyful and happy and very specific to her, like nobody else. Like that song. Nobody else put that song on. It was just her that had this little thing. So whenever I hear that song come into my head, I know that she's coming to give me a little bit of support and to be around me in that moment. The grandfathers are a little bit different. My pop, He tends to come in when I'm um, doing meditation and a number of occasions he's actually come into my meditation, particularly when I'm walking on the beach. If I am visualising a beach and I'm like I need to, you know, a sanctuary that I'm creating in my mind, I will usually um, imagine a beach because that's my favourite place and he will sometimes jump in and walk on the beach with me and it's really lovely that He comes and joins me in my sacred space and we have a bit of a chat and he gives me some advice or he just walks with me. It's just really, really nice. It's a a very special moment and it's okay. That's where I would like to have him come in, which is awesome. And my other granddad, he's a bit quieter. He doesn't come in as often. I've only kind of had interactions with him on, on rare occasions. He wasn't ever a big talker anyway, but he usually comes in when I'm near the ocean. Um, When I was working on cruise ships, um, he used to come in when I was sitting on the deck, looking out over the ocean and I could smell the ocean, um, you know, the salty, seaweedy kind of smell. And he would, I would get this really strong feeling that he was there with me. And usually when we're talking about departed loved ones, it's behind you they they generally come in behind you they you might have a feeling of someone touching you on your shoulder you might have a feeling of someone hugging you Um, the sensations generally tend to come from behind so if you're getting those sorts of sensations then it's usually a departed loved one sometimes you might feel like someone's tapping you on the shoulder or or touching you in some way maybe touching your face Um, that can happen a lot with partners that have passed away Um, sometimes in bed when you're just falling asleep or just waking up that that touch is is a big one for departed loved ones because they're generally trying to reconnect with you and so they will try and touch you Uh, i remember when my nan nana the one who does the sneezing now (laughs) when i first when she first crossed over she used to come into my meditations and she would like, it would feel like a um, a beach ball was bouncing off me. Like she would bump into me as if her energy was just too big and she didn't know how close to get to me or something. It was really interesting. And I knew it was her because she was coming in on the right hand side of me. That's the other thing is if your energy is, if you're feeling the energy on the right hand side, then that tends to be more dad's side of the family and if you feel it on the left hand side then it's more mum's side of the family. So that's really interesting too and if you decide that you want to do a little bit more diving into mediumship and working with departed loved ones then have a chat to me about doing the mediumship course, the five-week course where we go dive a little bit deeper into how to communicate a bit more effectively and do readings for other people as well as yourself. That might be fun. You can also dive a little bit more into angels as well. Um, There's a guardian angel and archangel course that I do as well, which is five weeks It's completely separate where we dive a little bit deeper into working with angels as well. We can talk about that some other time, (laughs) but for now, Uh, look for some signs in the next um, few weeks start to look out for the signs that your guardian angels are around and that your departed loved ones are around as I said they'll be more personal if they're departed loved ones whereas they'll be a little bit more general and a bit more high vibrational if they're coming from the angels Look for the signs, write them down, grab your journal, find your soul journal and pop down anything that you see, feel or sense that might be guidance. Ask questions, wait for the answer. It's really important that you, when you ask a question, that you give them time to respond. Don't just keep asking and asking and asking because when you ask, they need time to actually give you the answer. But anything after the question is part of the answer to the question. So if you ask, what do I need to do with my life or what's the best step forward with my job? Very soon after you've asked that question, you will start to get um, answers. And it's just about looking for them and being open and aware that answers are coming to you because that's a big part of it. So have fun practising, looking for signs and noticing where they're coming from and we'll talk more about some different guides in the next lesson.